This is the Huskies Game Prep Podcast with your hosts, Sam Getzinger and Joey Erickson. It's the Huskies Game Prep Podcast, episode number 23, back after a couple of weeks off. Sam Getzinger. Joey Erickson. Nice to see you again, buddy. How you oh, been? Always a pleasure. Uh, not too bad. Just been uh, a little bit traveling, I feel like, the last few weeks, um, yeah. but a little bit just here and uh, being very busy with, you know, the baseball and softball going on over the past couple mm-hmm. weeks, man. We've been uh, fully into it, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Both teams are kind of hitting their, their strides in the NSIC uh, season, and they're hitting their strides just in general and picking up Ws. So uh, I've just been uh, busy doing that. But uh, we even got a little golf in, which was nice this yeah. past uh, couple weeks, too. I like how we open the shows like we haven't seen each other <laughs> every no, day. But, uh, yeah, but uh, we have, yeah. speaking of golf. We have to say yeah. big thank you to our sponsor, one of our new sponsors, Territory Golf Club. Nice to have them on, uh, joining us on the podcast. I uh, can't wait to get out there. Oh, it sounds God. like it's just going to keep getting later and later I now. No, I'm still coming. waiting to play our first 18 together for the season, right? And uh, yeah, um, it, it's going to be a territory. I'll tell you that much. Like, oh yeah, I love easily. that place. So uh, yeah, maybe a couple weeks, hopefully. But the weather has not been playing nice. So yeah, golf is just uh, golf is an afterthought right now. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong uh, about that, and hopefully we can get out sooner or later. We did play the other day, wasn't horrible, wasn't good, but uh, we'll, hopefully that'll, hopefully <laughs> that'll, it around. yeah, hopefully that'll pick up, and hopefully we can get out to territory as soon as possible. As should you get your information <laughs> mm-hmm. up on their website, just give them a quick Google search, and you can find all the online uh, tea times easy. Oh, it is, got talked to nobody. It, it is the <laughs> e- like, honestly booking a tea time with territory is the easiest <laughs> golf course I've ever booked a tea really time is. with, and, and the prices ain't bad. And no, especially depending on what time uh, of the day you go into as well, which yeah. is, which is real nice. Um, you're gonna get quality. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a short version yeah. of the podcast today, uh, at least on this portion, because we had a long interview today. We had assistant coach of the baseball team, Doc Swendra, Rob Swendra, come in, and what an interview that was. Uh, be sure to stick around mm-hmm. for that. Went about 45 minutes. Real good information coming from, from Coach. Yeah, we talked to – I mean, it, it's a baseball-filled interview. It really is. Yes. We didn't stray too far. Like, we get on some tangents in some of these interviews. This one was was pretty good for about 40 minutes of just great baseball talk. And it, it's great to hear – uh, you know, the coaches, I mean, he's only the second coach we've had on, but uh, it, it's it's always a different little kind of vibe because you get to kind of see their history through the game. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you get these athletes, it's, you know, they've had their history of maybe 10, 15 years in the sport that they that they love. But with, uh, you know, the coaches, it's a, it's a full process now. It's almost a full lifetime uh-huh. of great stories. And uh, he was he was awesome and uh, and nice to hear from him and uh, have a coaching perspective uh, yes. one more time. I think, I think for the next couple of weeks, we only have a couple of weeks left here at this university, and yeah. then you and I are both out the door. But I think for the next couple of weeks on this podcast, we'll try to get predominantly coaches yeah. uh, into the realm. I mm-hmm. think next week we, we might be able to get softball coach in, and mm-hmm. then we'll see if we can get get a track and field coach in the week after yeah. and even if they're not in season we can try to throw them in as well yeah. another Sean Holmes appearance would be electric <laughs> see what he's been up <laughs> he to really but, would be. Uh, but uh, yeah so we keep this portion short and without further ado let's hop right into our interview uh, here's Doc Swendra from the St. Cloud State baseball team Husky fans the wait is over one of the best years in St. Cloud State Athletics history is upon us, and we got a brand spanking new website as well. SCSUtickets.com makes it easier than ever to watch your favorite Husky athletic teams live and in person, so you better go to SCSUtickets.com right now 
purchase your season or single game tickets and return to some of the best action in all of Minnesota. This is a year you don't want to miss. Once again, SESUtickets.com. Go there to get those tickets today. Sam, have you done that yet? I, I bought every single one. Awesome. Yeah, okay. I'm not missing a single thing. Okay, well, if you're not going to miss a single thing, listeners can't miss a single thing either. So get yes. your seat, have fun, be there, be loud. Go Huskies. Now back to the podcast. Huskies Game Prep Podcast, episode number 23. Sam Getzinger, Joey Erickson. Uh, Say my name too. Why yeah, not? Joined alongside <laughs> a, a very special guest. We've been trying to get this one going for, for a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. We're happy that he's in studio joining us. It's the assistant coach of the St. Claude State baseball team, uh, Coach Rob Swendra, or Doc Swendra, as he's more yeah. commonly known. Uh, coach, I have to ask, where did the nickname Doc come from? I, I've never heard this story. I'm sure plenty of people it's have heard it. a great question. Yeah, you haven't heard the story <laughs> no, yet. No, I yeah. have not. Um, you know, it was my first year. In fact, I want to say it was my first week um, uh, on campus uh, with the with the team. And and uh, one of our former players, Scott Leeser, um, basically just said, "Hey, we got to give you a nickname." And uh, in a matter of like two seconds, he goes, "We're just going to call you Doc." <laughs> and it stuck, huh? And it stuck. Yeah. So, not a fancy story by any means, but mm-hmm. that's all it was. He just says, "We just got to call. You, we got to call you, give, give you a nickname, you know." And that's what it was. He was, "I'm calling you Doc." Rob just wasn't short enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doc just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, Rob I guess does so. too. But so nicknames were are pretty. Does Coach Dolan have a nickname then? Or? He does not. He does okay. not. So how come he got left out of the chain here? <laughs> it's a good question. You know, it's kind of funny because our, our first. Uh, spring trip when I was here was in Hawaii. Yeah, and we were oh. we we're in line to eat, um, and someone said, "Hey, make room for uh, Coach Swendra." <laughs> and I, I remember them going, "Who?" Yeah, no one. Knew. And then they, no, Doc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on in. You know, yeah, so. that's what happens with Joey over here. He's got a fair share of nicknames. That uh, King Crust is one of my favorite yeah, I ones. Some weird ones. Jojo Smooth is a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, they go up and down the yeah. board. Uh, Coach, uh, what we usually do to kind of mm. kick off our interviews, and I'm very curious. So I'm going to have you dig back in your memory bank a little bit. What what got you into the sport of baseball? Where where was that first spark? Oh, wow. I tell you what, um, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a neighborhood that had a, a baseball field right in my backyard. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I, I kind of call it the original sandlot. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, all it was was just a, a grass little field, mm-hmm. um, and the guys from the neighborhood would, would, would get uh, get together and just play baseball all summer long, mm-hmm. basically. And then when fall happened, we turned it into a football field. <laughs> um, and then whatever else we want, I think we even played golf out there too. Yeah. But oh wow! Um, but baseball was just a just part of it because it was yeah. right there all right. the time. Where did you um, grow up? Uh, Dassel, Kokato. Okay, I grew so you, up, I grew up okay. in Kokato. Okay, that's where you live yep. now. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah, so. Okay. And uh, so I was very fortunate to have a, uh, the same age kids in my neighborhood so we mm-hmm. just go out there and play three on three four and four whatever we can get going and and uh, that's kind of how it all started yeah. that's really yeah. cool because you know baseball's so hard to to kind of in some places to grasp at a younger age especially when you're just growing up in community because usually you need so many people mm-hmm. so it's pretty interesting that you're able to do that with just you kind of made made it work with like four or five people because you know baseball can be hard to get into at a young age because well you got to have nine buddies and yeah, stuff like that right. but that's awesome hey just like the sandlot movie i mean uh-huh. it was, it was show, yeah. show up in your jeans and your tennis <laughs> shoes and a t-shirt and that's, that's the way to do a, it that's what we played yeah, did you guys ever lose any baseballs have to go steal some from your parents <laughs> oh we, we we lost a fair share of them yeah. yes exactly yep 
So what has been kind of the journey through your baseball career as a player? So obviously you started in uh, the, the original sand, Sandlot in Dasso yeah. Cocado, and then I imagine that, that worked up into you know some, some youth ball into the high school days? Yeah, you know, back in the day it was uh, community education. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. You know, yeah. it was you got on your bike and you grabbed your bat and, and your glove and you put it on your on the handlebars and the way you went. Right. Um, you know, no parents involved. It was just you show up and you play. Um, and then that, that just went into, you know, uh, school ball and high school and then in, into uh, junior college. Did so. you adventure into any other sports? Uh, anything catch your eye there too? Yeah, I was yeah. a hockey player. Okay. Yeah, in oh, fact, yeah. that was my main sport. Oh, so. was it really? was, Yeah. Okay. What position? I was goalie. Were oh. you? Okay. Okay. Yep. So I, when I went on to college, I actually played both uh, hockey and baseball. Okay. So oh, We got a goalie in the house. Yeah. yeah. Those are weird people. You're <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully the equipment kept you in decent shape. I imagine back in the day, you guys weren't weren't wearing as much as you do now. Oh, we had some some decent mm-hmm. pads still yeah. back in the day. I'm not that old, guys. Well, I just wanted to make sure. I don't I don't know when the the adaptation of the the waffle pads came in and when they didn't. But uh, oh, I had a pair of those. Did you? I, yeah, my first pair was the Coopers. Yeah, yeah. the old uh, brown leather yeah. Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I was one of the first ones that came out with the white, uh, the white pads back in the day. Really? You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems like these days they got two king size mattresses on them, and nothing's going to hurt them. So, right, this is uh, true. Give them props. Uh, how, how did uh, coaching come into your into your fruition? <laughs> well, um, you know, after uh, junior college, mm-hmm. um, I went into the real world right away. Okay, basically got a job with the company mm-hmm. and um, went into a family business. Got married, had kids, um, and then at one you know one time I was like you know I really want to get into coaching again like cause I started to do some stuff during like high school days coaching mm-hmm. youth sports mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, and so basically just started at the bottom, helped out with camps and clinics, yeah, um, that's how I kind of met Coach Dolan, and that's pretty much the process that I mm-hmm. took to get into where I'm at today. Oh, very interesting. To go back a little bit about your collegiate career yeah so you play baseball and hockey yes uh what was the college days like for for old doc what was kind of the, the day-to-day what, what did uh, being a student athlete to uh, look like for you well it's no different than it is now okay basically getting up go to class <laughs> um uh the one thing that we had is that we uh practiced you know for hockey late at night we didn't have mm-hmm. you know ice time until like 10 30 11 o'clock at night wow um and so we were there um, until midnight, one o'clock, sometimes one thirty, and then you gotta get get home and do it all over again. Yeah. You know, um, and then baseball. You know, we just had a gym, you know, <laughs> to to play in up there and on the iron range, and um, but it was really good baseball, really good mm-hmm. baseball up there during that time, and uh, that was the same uh, time frame that Coach Dolan was coaching at Itasca Community College. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember playing uh, playing uh, against him and his team at that time. And, wow. Yep. So you said Iron Range, which uh, junior college up there? It was Hibbing. Hibbing, okay, Hibbing. Yep. okay, Hibbing, interesting. Hibbing Community College. The junior college baseball realm in the state of Minnesota. I guess I'm not too familiar with. It. Is there a decent amount of teams there? Oh yeah, there's a lot. Okay. Is there a lot? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't yeah. know the number in my head right now. Yeah, but, yeah, right, but there's, there's a lot. Still a fair amount. I guess I've never been too exposed yeah. well, to. It. I know that's a more common thing yeah. down in your area mm-hmm. in the yeah. south. Yeah, well, there's tons of <laughs> junior yeah. colleges and a lot of great talent. So, uh, I mean, there is here too. I mean, mm-hmm. up in the Midwest, you got some great colleges. I mean. You know, Sam Riola went to Iowa Western, which is right. one of the premier teams and stuff like that. So, well, that's interesting. You don't hear a lot of JUCO guys up here, though, right? That, that yep. come out of it. So, uh, it was a good story. And you played both. That's that's kind of rare too. I mean, hockey and baseball—you probably don't see that too often. I mean, 
uh, anywhere now. I remember uh, my first year, we were playing in the uh, the national championships out in Minot, North Dakota. Oh, no, yeah. And uh, we ended up losing out in hockey. Okay. I remember hopping on in a car, driving all the way down to Minneapolis and getting on a plane to catch up with the baseball team that's already in Orlando. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, playing some games. So I went from you know playing to playing baseball within a day you yeah. know so i bet that's got to be a tough transition yeah, that, was a, that was a long day yeah do you have any looks at the as a goalie at the the you know division one two three or two no yeah. no i don't you know that was my dream is to do that you know yeah. i thought i was pretty good at the time mm-hmm. but yep. you know it's like anything else it just wasn't quite good enough. yeah i hear you i hear you <laughs> same here same right? with our stories yeah <laughs> just about everything well very neat no if i if i saw right 11 years with st cloud state is that the correct yeah. number 11 years mm-hmm. i bet it's been 11 years yeah one wild wild ride for you so far huh it's gone quick yeah, yeah has you it, know yeah. i look back now and go wow geez that's been a long long time mm-hmm. yeah so but yeah Time flies when you're having fun, I guess. Yeah. So. How did you get here? What was the story of you kind of coming here? Was there? Did you go through kind of the ranks too, like from a smaller school to here, or was this like your first coaching job, kind of? I mean, besides right. doing like youth sports yeah. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. yeah, this for for a, co- a college job, mm-hmm. yeah, basically, you know, um, helping out with the camps and clinics, like I had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, started at the bottom. Uh, and, and then, you know, when, I, when Coach Dolan said, hey, would you like to help out a little bit around here? I said, absolutely, but yeah. not a little bit. I'm all in or, or <laughs> right. not. Right. You know, he goes, well, no, you can just show up, you know, once or twice a week if you want to. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm there every <laughs> every practice, every game, yeah. you know, and, and that's the only way you're going to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just to dive in and get your get your feet wet and, and just learn everything you can about the, yeah. the, the sport at the college level. Because mm-hmm. there is a big difference going from the high school to college yeah. in any sport, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I just took that time to really just – understand everything that's going into college baseball well i think that's a good mentality to have in just about any facet of life <laughs> right, really you yeah, just jump right. on in and, and get your feet wet you're going to learn the most when you're actually in the heat of battle so Correct. Uh, that's uh that's pretty neat to hear we need more people with that with that mindset <laughs> nowadays uh l- let's talk about the the past 11 years are there some moments that you know really stick out to you as a coach that uh, you, you kind of you catch yourself reminiscing on or you know the good or the bad some things that uh, you wish this team could kind of get back to that point you know, there's always been the ups and downs in, yeah. in athletics, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, my very first year here, 2012, we, we made it to the, the you know, championship game in, in the regions. And we're one game away from going to the World Series. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Mankato got us both games that time. And, that, yeah. you know, that was like, wow. But coming into that, that team, you know, I was like, wow, this is really, really good baseball, mm-hmm. you know. And, and um, and we ended up going a long ways there. So that that's my first year was a pretty special year. I kind of sat back and and didn't have much of a, a big role in the the coaching staff, just kind of hitting some fungos and talking yeah. to the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but learned a lot that first year, you know. And then telling and then having Coach Dolan right away say, "Hey, we're going to going to Hawaii. You want to go too?" Well, yeah, I want yeah, to go to Hawaii. <laughs> Is the Pope Catholic? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, no, that first year was pretty, pretty cool, you know, to, uh, to be able to get in there and, and just start learning everything and mm-hmm. um, getting to, to, know, to know the guys, you mm-hmm. know, and, and kind of go from there and building those relationships. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would kind of want to touch on, like, what what is the most rewarding aspect of coaching for you? I know, like, that's why a lot of people get into it. And we talked to even Sam Riola, and he thought maybe that might be an avenue. So what, what was kind of the, the, the whole, maybe, like, your mission statement in a way? What's so rewarding about coaching for you? You know, for me, it's it's really making those relationships mm-hmm. with, with the players um, and maybe not necessarily teaching them about baseball all the time, but maybe with my experience that I've taken – you know, in the real world mm-hmm. and being a father and, 
uh, and running my own business and just mm-hmm. being able to help along the way um, with some advice um, that's off the field as well, right. you know, and mm-hmm. um, and just making those relationships and just being with the guys and and uh, letting them know that they can basically come to me at any time about, with anything, you yeah. know, and and the, you know the biggest reward any coach can will, will tell you this too is is when you get invited to their their weddings and stuff, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and every year we have you know two or three weddings that we're going to, yeah. and, and uh, that's that's really that makes me pretty proud to do that, yeah. you know, go back and kind of, that tells me that maybe I did something there to mm-hmm. to have a you know uh, impact on that right. person's life, you mm-hmm. know, so, but yeah. yeah. I'll invite you to my wedding. Well, yeah, that, All right, yeah, let's yeah, go. The invite on his page should be coming out here pretty soon. Yeah. You know, he's moving pretty quick. Destination wedding or what? Good nights. <laughs> Destination yeah. down to Texas. Yeah. Oh, there's there you go. That's there where you, you. want to come. Well, over the past uh, 11 years, you've seen a lot of good players, whether, I mean, that's at St. Cloud State or just in, around the entire conference. How much have you seen the NSIC change mm. since uh, since your beginning in coaching? Uh, that's a really good question. Um you know the overall conference itself in the, in the NSIC has gotten really good. Yeah. Um, the players, you know, basically COVID happened. Um, they were giving you know eligibility to other players. That's kind of backed things up a little bit. So we're seeing a lot more maybe some transfers coming in from Division One levels mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So it's kind of like a trickle down effect, right? Mm-hmm. So that really just makes the whole conference that much better. You yeah. Because we're getting some some quality players that come into the conference, you know, and so. Um, over the years, I mean, we've had some great, great, you know, athletes coming mm-hmm. through right. over, oh, yeah. over these eleven years, you know. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying I'm seeing more as far as the quantity goes. Yeah. Pitching yeah. staff are deeper. Um, you know, bench players a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been seeing compared to to, to like 2012, 13, yeah. and through 15 and something like that. So, which is good, and it's kind of growing the game too in the Midwest. Right. And I, I, I think part of it's too is uh, you know maybe the recruiting, the recruiting's changed a little bit, but mm-hmm. you're you're going to everywhere. It's yeah. not just maybe the Midwest. Like you're going dipping down to the South, mm-hmm. even West Coast now. You get yeah. a lot of California guys, Arizona that come up here, which is which is good to see. And you know a lot of kids down South, like speaking of me, like you don't even realize that there is baseball kind of sometimes at this level, a D two level up in the Midwest, and yeah. you know you go. go down and you get some really good ball players which is nice and they have an opportunity to play at the next level well you touched on it a little bit and uh our first episode you're actually the second coach we've had on the podcast here so this is a, a big monument yeah, for nice. us here. but uh coach holmes the the soccer coach was our, our first guest and obviously it's a new program and he talked about how important recruiting is and how much time he spends with that how much how much time do, does your coaching staff you dolan and uh coach mitch mcintyre the pitching coach spend on recruiting uh, all over the country in a given year well, I think every uh, college coach can can attest to this that you're basically recruiting every single day, seven days a week. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just the way it is. You're always calling somebody or or texting. Most of the times these yeah. days, it's texting. <clears throat> um, you you call a student athlete and they won't answer the phone, but if you text them, they'll answer you right away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's pretty much a daily thing that you got to do. I know the NCAA does have um, you know quiet periods and stuff like that that we right. have to kind of step back a little bit, mm-hmm. but. Um, for the most part, it's you're, you're it's a grind. You got to keep it keep going every yeah. single day. Where's know? the most obscure place that you've had to recruit somebody? <laughs> oh man, is there like a really small town somewhere? You know, um, I wouldn't say anything that would be yeah. like uh, like off the charts, yeah, like yeah. kind of weird. But, right. You know, I've been all over the place. I've been in, through Arizona, mm-hmm. through all the JUCOs in, in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and all, obviously around the Midwest and in, in Minnesota, but. 
Um, I can't just pick yeah. one small town okay. out like, yeah, I didn't know if somebody... like uh, you walk, you, all of a sudden you start hearing someone play catch and you go over there and go, ooh, this guy's throwing 90 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. Right, right. Isn't, isn't there a movie about something like that too? Yeah. 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 The, 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 Trouble with the curve, I think. Well, it's that and uh, major or, uh, rookie of the year. Something uh, like yeah. that. You got Tommy John and then you just could, <laughs> yeah. uh, he could throw it from home plate to, to left field or something like that. I think it's actually called The Scout. Is it oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, probably. Is it yeah. The Scout or something else? Anyways, I'll have to add that to my list. I'll have to add that to my list. Been a big but, movie buff lately. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with, with, with recruiting, it's, you know, uh, with baseball, we, we, there's a lot of stuff that's done online. Yeah. Because of all the uh, showcases and all the different organizations that are putting on these showcases and then ranking players. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you can really, you know, do a lot of homework right there from your laptop, you know, and mm-hmm. then break it down and go from there. So. And I guess I didn't think about this hard enough until I had a conversation with Thomas Spreech, who's now at uh, you know the minor league level in the Twins organization broadcasting for them. But uh, I had a question, you know, how come there's so many players, you know, not from the, the Midwest region that are on the St. Cloud State roster? And I was especially looking at last season, of course, a lot from Washington and Arizona. Uh, and he, I, he put it into light for me that the, the weather over there is, you know, it's it's nice all around. They can play baseball mm-hmm. all around, but there's not that many Division One or Division Two schools in those areas, too. So, mm-hmm. They look to move around the country, but uh, I wanted to ask, uh, of course, over the past couple of years with the weather that we've had in St. Cloud and, uh, you know, just the Midwest in general, how much is that? Has that been a pretty real frustrating thing, or do you and Coach Dolan take it as roll with the punches and we'll play when we can play? As far as in the recruiting process or just the season that we're in right now? Just kind of the season, they, yeah. the oh, seasons man. over the years in general. The, does it get frustrating after a while? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and, and, you know, Coach Dolan does all, does most of the, uh, the scheduling and stuff, so he's on the phone, you know, it seems like, you know, 20 hours a day trying to find, mm-hmm. you know, different fields to play. And so a spring like this season, this year, has been brutal. Yeah, you this know? one's bad. Um, you know, because everybody's trying to find different AstroTurf fields to play <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. And so it's it's hard to come by sometimes. So we're, you know, you know, calling all the connections that he has and just mm-hmm. trying to find different things. And, and so far it's worked out. The only bad part is, you know, we're on the road all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and, and uh, you've been on the bus yeah. and stuff, and it's just uh, you kind of get your own little corner, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, and you're, maybe if you're blessed enough to have a pillow or something, you could, you know, get cozy on there. But we, we've spent a lot of time on – Mm-hmm. On on the on the charter bus moving around this year, so yeah, it definitely yeah. is. Do you get some of these players that come in from you know the east coast, the west coast, down south that are a little upset with the weather and they're not able to play all year round like they're they're used to? Um, I mean, you know, with our dome, we're all yeah. we're always you know doing something mm-hmm. like that. You right. know, we're not in a gym, but as far as the you know guys that are coming from Arizona or mm-hmm. California, it's it's a learning curve for them yeah. a little bit, you know, with, with the colder temperatures. But um, once you get inside the lines, it's just another game, right? You mm-hmm. know. Um, so yeah, you gotta deal with some adversity there, but, um, but when you're playing, you're playing. Right. So, right. um, I do, I do remember one, uh, uh, one individual that I was recruiting, uh, that came on a visit from California mm-hmm. and, uh, shock. and, uh, <laughs> it was a, you know, it was an early spring game and, and it wasn't bad by any means, you know, but mm-hmm. for them it was pretty, pretty chilly. Right. I imagine it was probably forties and to yeah. me that feels yeah. great. They've to... probably never played a game right. below 50. Yeah. I mean, to yeah. be honest, yeah. Yeah, like that, <laughs> that can happen. Yeah. Right. But you know, the, one of the, one of the questions that the parents had was, you know, if, if they don't care for it, can they just come back home? You right. Know? And we're like, no, it doesn't work that way. It's yeah. Like, right. like you come and you get used to it and you figure it out yeah. and, mm-hmm. and you grind away and it ended up being, um, you know, he would be the guy that plays in the short sleeves, you know, yeah, yeah. when he was here. They did end up coming here and playing, yeah. you know, a couple of years and playing in short sleeves <laughs> in when it's 35 degrees outside, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, you got to help yourself out there with the layers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we should touch about the season right now, obviously the current one. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I wanted to talk about a little bit because it seemed like you guys kind of hit a turning point in that Florida trip. You know, it was, you know, the first two non-conference trips of the year to Colorado and Arkansas were not the the best ones results-wise. Obviously, there was some good ball played in there. But did you see something different from those two, you know, tournaments or I guess I guess road trips to the one in Florida where you guys really seemed to hit your stride? I think you won six out of the seven. And uh, I think that really helped going into conference play for you guys. Yeah, you know, every every – season every team you know you want to start off really good mm-hmm. you know and there's been a few few years that i've been here where we started off you know with a 20 game winning streak you <laughs> yeah. know and mm-hmm. um but that's that's hard to do these days you know with mm-hmm. all the, the the teams that are so good you know in division two um but yeah i mean it, we got off to a slow start mm-hmm. i mean everybody can admit that mm-hmm. um and we just basically used those trips to kind of work out all the all the kinks mm-hmm. you know and and uh, guys were able to get confident and um you know at their uh, yeah, at the at the plate and and uh, the pitchers got kind of locked in on the mound and uh, so yeah so it was it was a good 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 to go through that and stumble through that and now the guys are are pretty much locked in I think yeah. and you're going to see some good baseball for the rest of the season. Well, so. we have for the past couple mm-hmm. of weeks yeah. too, which has yeah. been you know, really fun to watch. Uh, a couple of series sweeps in the mix mm-hmm. and uh, series wins as well. Uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, friend of the podcast, uh, a guest we had on here a couple of weeks ago, a newcomer into St. Cloud State, and that's Sam Riola. I imagine you as a coach uh, have to be just kind of amazed by what he's doing uh, on the field. I know we are up in the broadcast booth. Yeah, you know, it's fun watching, you know, Sam play. He's just yeah. he's going out there and, and, and having fun. Yeah. And when you can do that mm-hmm. and, and go out and just play the game like it's meant to be played and have fun, you're going you're gonna to get some good results. You right. know? And, and Sam is a, good, a really good ball player. Um, he, he takes it the approach to his uh, to his craft like a professional he mm-hmm. really does and um and so and you can see it on the field what he does yeah. you know so um fun to watch him um it's gonna be fun to watch him for the rest of the season mm-hmm. uh because he's going to be able to you know put up some pretty good numbers mm-hmm. so i mean he's one of those guys it seems like there's never any stress uh, like level with him no matter what he is and it's you know, you hear like coaches want you. You, you don't want to see look at a kid and see if he. Uh, you wouldn't know if he was 0 for four or, or four for four. It just seems like the way he is. He's just so even keeled and just plays the game that way. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, when I'm when you're on the field, as you know, I'm on the first baseline. You know, if he, if he happened to just miss a ball and pop it up or something, mm-hmm. uh, he'll he, he's got some words <laughs> under his own breath. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, so he you know, but but that's 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 just every ball player mm-hmm. that wants to you know compete at the highest level so um but yeah it's you know it's fun watching him absolutely when did you start coaching first base since you you weren't like totally involved right away like you know when you first came here you when know, was that when did that come yeah i think i started you know doing like maybe half the games that first year okay and then when i came back that second year i just basically just took, took the <laughs> yeah. job and i just claimed it as my own so. it worked out pretty <laughs> yeah. well you huh? have to do it yeah, yeah. and okay. once in a while coach don will give me the the nod over at the third base box you know to get some of the signs and yep. stuff but yep. yeah that doesn't last too long so no I, yeah Go back to my my spot over at the first base side. What's, so. what's kind of your approach there? Every hitter has an approach. What's the approach at first for you? You know, <laughs> it's really to, it, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm there to remind the guys about the situation they're in, mm-hmm. and uh, you know how many outs there are. Yeah, where the guys are on the bases. If it's the bases <laughs> loaded, or if it's first and second, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And you may think that sounds pretty simple and yeah. kind of like you know, oh, yeah, they should know that. You'd be you'd be surprised right. on when they'll turn around and go, hey, how many outs have we got? Yeah, again? you know, right, like, right. Hey, we got two outs, two outs. All right, sounds good. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I just told you that four different times. You know, and, uh, but you know, just to remind them yeah. different things about yeah. you know um, some of the tendencies we're seeing with the pitchers, mm-hmm. um, where the defense is playing, uh, which way the wind's blowing, um, and just different situations. And I'm just reminding them of what 
their task is from now on when they're on first mm-hmm. base. I so. mean, there's a lot happening in any baseball game. So to <laughs> yeah. have someone a little, a little, a little something on your shoulder to, to yeah. remind you of the situation is super important. Gotta have it. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about this last weekend. It mm-hmm. started in uh, well, not in Concordia St. Paul. Paul, but a reverse, another reverse site home game. Uh, you guys swept Concordia St. Paul, and then Upper Iowa were able to handle business there. What were some of your takeaways, uh, uh, especially after coming back to Joe Faber Field first time in a while? Yeah, you know, so the the thing that I always tell the guys that is baseball, you need three things. Mm-hmm. You need, you know, good pitching, you need some good defense, you need some clutch hitting. Yeah. And sometimes if you get two out of three of those, um, you're still going to win some ball games, right? <laughs> yeah. But if you go one for three, it's going to be pretty hard to win some ball games. So what I've noticed is that we've gotten pretty much all three of those categories checked off yeah. um, in these in these last couple series. You know, yeah. we're getting those clutch hitting, uh, clutch hits, getting some RBIs on the board for the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, obviously we're, we're pitching the ball pretty well, you know, um, and playing some great defense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, geez, we're playing, you know, I mean, some of the plays that, uh, you know, Max Gam's playing at shortstop and our mm-hmm. outfielders are tracking some balls down and, you know, center field and left. I mean, some great plays, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so that's kind of the thing that, that I've been noticing is just that we're we're checking we're checking those boxes off as far as what we're supposed to be doing to win small games. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you guys are one of the rare teams in SIC that rank top five in batting average, team ERA, and fielding percentage. And those are kind of the boxes. If you can check those most most ball games or most days, you're going to win quite a bit. And, and you guys he- have here uh, uh, recently. Um, let's talk a little bit about this weekend. Why not? So Southwest Minnesota State, uh, a three-game series there. Um, what maybe is kind of the typical approach for you, like going into a weekend series against any given team? What's uh, what is there any scouting? I, I'm sure there is. What's kind of what's sure. your day to day operations? Yeah, no, I'll take yeah. a look at you know the different scouting reports that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll look at some videos if there's videos out there. Um, I might even go back onto the NSIC website yeah. and just see if there's any some you know some video some webcams or whatever it is. I can mm-hmm. maybe see something on the pictures or whatever it is, mm-hmm. just to help the guys out a little you know a little. Yeah. Um, when it comes to hey, who are we? seeing today is he a righty is he a lefty does he what does he got you know mm-hmm. and uh there are some games i do have that and some games i don't but most of the time i do have like good scouting reports on on their hitters mm-hmm. um and so you know with that way with, with that information i can then get the defense where they need to be yeah you know mm-hmm. so and if i'm not mistaken this weekend it has been moved to the branded valley south dakota yeah, at, that is correct at that field you guys have already played there yeah uh, kind of an interesting field you, <laughs> you got the turf uh, the the artificial turf infield the grass outfield and i've talked to joey about this i i haven't seen that was the first time i've seen that you don't see that too often here in the state of minnesota that's becoming uh more mm-hmm. of a common thing but uh last time st cloud played there against sioux falls kind of made the field look a little small we, <laughs> yeah they, they expected another performance like that or, or did well, the conditions kind of help out a little you bit? never know which way the wind's blowing right, right exactly it's blowing in yep. or blowing out it was blowing um, all over the place yeah. last time well i remember seeing you guys sitting up on <laughs> oh, up there with, yeah. up the broadcast in the game and i'm like man you guys are nuts sitting out there yeah wind, oh yeah so. we almost blew over <laughs> we a couple were supposed of times. to be in the press box this weekend yeah. is what i'm hearing so yeah, that's good that'd news be, that'd be good for you <laughs> well yeah. you guys should just get there and just take your spot and be like hey, yeah we well, need to assert more dominance we're so scared we're too shy well i talking about the long ball a little bit coach dolan the beginning of the year said uh, this is probably not a team that we're not going to rely on hitting home run balls and obviously no good team needs to rely on hitting a home run ball but uh for the team this year it just seems like you know it's it's coming often uh, here <laughs> is that something that you kind of expect to see out of the, the hitters this year well yes and no yeah i mean you can you can 
you know, tell some guys are going to be, you know, get five home runs in a year, or maybe they're 10, or maybe they're right. 15, or whatever it is. Um, you know, one example is, you know, Drew Bolson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been just smacking the ball <laughs> oh, yeah. crazy lately, you know, lately. And I, and I told him, you know, at the start of the season, I said, hey, you're a, you're a 10 plus home run type guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, oh, no, no. <laughs> and just being humble as, as he is, you know. Yeah. Finally, he's starting to swing the bat where he's actually. You know, watching them leave the ballpark oh, now yeah. versus yep. you know running out of the box. So yep. he's, he's building his confidence up, and and so yeah, so um, you don't want to rely on that home run, but it is nice to start seeing some guys really get into some mm. couple of baseballs. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, well it's the hard nosed husky baseball. It seems yeah. like with Pat Dolan, you know, head coach, he's always preaching, and uh, you guys have, you guys have gotten that over the past couple of weeks, and uh, you know, it's it's kind of like every weekend or every series you go on, just like let's just win the series, right? Like if we, if we can win every series. Uh, you know, or most of them, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to set us up pretty nice towards, you know, playoff time, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, what is kind of the NSIC tournament a little bit? What's kind of the, because the, that can be a gauntlet sometimes, you know, over the past. What is your experience in that whole realm a little bit over your over your uh, 10 plus years here? Well, I tell you what, if you can, if you can uh, keep your pitching staff, you know, in the ball games mm-hmm. as far as not using them up in the first couple of games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goes a long ways in mm-hmm. that tournament because yep. if there's eight, you know, is it eight teams I believe it is this year? I mean it's yep. a it's a big yep. tournament uh to be able to get deep into that bracket. So um and then also not not losing that first one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. right. If you win the first one then you're good to but yeah, keeping your you know your pitching staff, you know, um you know, healthy and, and mm-hmm. uh, ready to go, you know, so we're not you know burning them up right away. So. And this pitching staff this year has been rather impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a couple of weeks ago we saw a lot of the starters uh, go the distance, and now this past, uh, most recently, the, the relievers have done some some really good work. What, what do you got to say about the pitching staff and uh, Coach Mitch McIntyre and what he's done with that crew? Oh, we got a great staff, you know, mm-hmm. and, and a couple of little injuries here and there, but, mm-hmm. you know, we're getting healthy again. But um, we keep telling both of our position players and our pitching staff that it's going to take a team effort to win mm-hmm. and where we want to go. Um, and so with, if we get some great, you know, um, innings with our starting pitching, we keep telling our guys, hey, our bullpen needs to be ready to ready to go because uh, that's just important mm-hmm. to have. So when we get into playoff times, they got enough experience, enough innings under their belt so they can be productive uh, when they get called upon. So when we saw them this weekend, you know, with Eli Emerson's yep. and, and Owen Anderson's mm-hmm. and uh, Tommy Thompson, I mean, everybody's starting to, you know, Really come into it and, and be confident at you know on the hill for us. So, yeah, and it's a luxury it's, to have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, if you can get seven, eight, nine of those guys ready to rock mm-hmm. and roll, you, you're going to be pretty successful. So. Well, oh, yeah. and you talk about some of the injuries and guys have really stepped up and had to start some games that you may have not thought about at the beginning of the season. You know, Ethan Lanthier started a game not too long yeah. ago, did fantastic. Yep. Hobbick has obviously started a couple, but he's been fantastic in his three starts. Yep. And he's got three wins on the year, yep. so it's like guys like that have stepped up in the absence of you know the Luke two. In the Trevor right. Koenigs, yeah. and Fabian has done the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. seen Tommy Thompson see. coming mm-hmm. in pitch too, start a couple right. of games. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty pretty well balanced pitching staff. They've, they've yeah. been really fun to watch, and it complements uh, the batters really well too, up and down the lineup. So, and, and you know, it, it, in in some defense, I guess it's it's it is hard to really pitch in cold weather. Oh yeah, I I mean when it's thirty degrees outside <laughs> yeah. and and or a feel like temperature that's you know thirty two whatever it is, it's tough to mm-hmm. pitch in that mm-hmm. in that conditions. You know, I mean hitting wise, yeah, it's hit. Hitting and running, but when you got to get there and try to get your arm loose mm-hmm. and stuff, and 
and uh, and with velocity and, mm. and compete up there, it's it is tough. So I give those guys credit. Yeah, yep. they've been doing a really good job uh, with the adversity that, that we've had so far. Especially so. when you guys are putting up five runs in inning, they got to sit for a while. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, run support yeah. is never shy. Yeah. So that, that's been fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about this freshman class a little bit. Uh, you talked about Owen Anderson. He pitched a little bit, and uh, Joe, you mentioned Ethan Lanthier. Uh, he's been throwing some some gas in his first yeah. year, and even uh, Ethan Rogel, who hit that walk off earlier right. earlier this week. I mean, it seems like it's uh, freshman class that's really made an impact yeah. right away. Well, we've got, even got Sawyer Smith there. Exactly. Yeah, he, bats, he's so. hopped into a couple of games yeah. too. Uh, some really good, talented ball players there, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, trying to make a decision whether or not we should redshirt them or not, you know, in the mm-hmm. fall is, is, is was difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but we felt uh, confidence in all of them that they can help us win ball games this year. Yeah. And and, uh, and we give them the opportunity to say, hey, you want to help us out or you want to take your redshirt? And they were like, no, let's play. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. um, and now we're just doing everything we can to make them as, as successful as possible. You know, and um, and there's a little bit of a learning curve there going from yeah. high school to college. I mean, you know, if you're seeing some 82s and 83s in, in high school, and now you're seeing 90s, 92s, right. yeah. it's a big difference. You oh, know? Yeah. So there's a, le- a learning curve there, and um, they've, been, they've handled it really well. They really have. Proud well, of those guys. Absolutely. I, I mean, like Ethan Avrogel has been kind of a steady force in the middle of the lineup throughout yeah. the season he really has from yeah. kind of the moment you know we started playing which is really cool and then you know Sawyer Smith and, and some of his very limited at bats and limited opportunities been really solid and that's all you can ask for out of him and well, I'll tell you what Sawyer see. came in a, a big hit down in Florida yeah mm-hmm. um and that was his first at bat I remember yeah he had to come I, in against an all-american you know yeah, um yeah. And hits that double down the left field line, mm. and that that was a big hit for us. I think at that it was time. a one-one ball game, yes. maybe one nothing. Took yes. the lead though. I remember that. Yeah, yep. gave us the lead, and we ended up winning that game. Yeah, so. first collegiate hit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so with him, we're just trying to get some more bats, mm-hmm. so we get them, get him more comfortable out there and stuff. And um, but yeah, everybody else, they're they're at, we don't even call them freshmen anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, at this point in the season, yeah, too. <laughs> no, they're they're helping us mm-hmm. win ball games, and and uh, you know, excited to watch them in the next you know three years after after this year too. You know, it's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun. So. I wanted to circle back in your coaching career a little bit. Uh, you've spent a couple of summers in the Northwoods League, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. It was yeah. about six years or so with uh, something around well, there. With it wasn't a... that long. I think I want to say it was about four years. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. My first year was only a partial year because I was yep. kind of stepping in for a guy that was uh, had uh, got a, a Division One job. And so yep. I was kind of stepping in just for the last, yeah, I want to say, maybe the last three or four weeks of the yeah. season. Yeah. And then I went for the next uh, three years after that. So right. Yeah. Um, you know, full-time, basically, right. there. So. And that was with the, the Wilmer Stingers. Wilmer Stingers, right. so yeah. not, not too far down the road. Correct. Uh, what, what, what can you say about the Northwoods League and your experience with that? Um, you know, it's I think it's a, it's a really good league, obviously, mm-hmm. for guys that want to keep playing after their college careers. If they can play at the professional level, they I think they need to play there. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it is a grind. I mean, it's yeah, like 74 yeah. yep. games, I believe it is. And yeah, it's upwards 60. It, it, it's I, supposed to simulate a minor league baseball yeah. season. Oh, wait, so. no, it's 72 games in 74 days, something yes. like that. Yeah. 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 Not too many off days yeah. in there, yeah. Right. So, But, you know, once you're into the season – it seems to go by really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. Yeah, we, we <laughs> oh, had you our, did the rocks. We right? had yeah, our yeah. first experience yeah. last summer with the, with the Northwoods League, and yeah. it was a fun fun league to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess from a coaching perspective, and you see your guys, you know, playing in the NCAA level. When it gets to the off season, do you encourage them to go play these summer ball leagues, whether that's town ball or, or a league like the Northwoods League, or yes. is it kind of all up in their own decision? <clears throat> no, I encourage it totally because that will get them set up for the fall ball and, and then yeah. you know, right. getting ready for the for the next season. So if they can play it. The highest level and compete at the highest level that's just going to benefit them you know mm-hmm. um down the road and so if they if we can't get them into a league which is sometimes difficult to mm-hmm. do 
Um, I mean, there's not a lot of roster spots open in the Northwoods League. So, oh, yeah. Um, They're pulling um, from everywhere, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, I'm fortunate enough to have connections, you know, with with uh, some of the teams and managers within the uh, within the area of St. Cloud and Wilmer yep. and, and uh, those places. And so I just call upon them every year say, hey, do you, do you need a couple guys or mm-hmm. whatever it is? Let me know. Yeah. And every year I get calls all the time, yeah. you know, and. Um, even today I was working on trying to get a couple of guys placed and send out some text messages and, and, um, you know, at this time of year, they they, the rosters are pretty much full, yeah, you know, yep. but I do encourage it. I do encourage it at some level, go to, maybe it's not the Northwoods league, maybe it's expedition league right, or, right. or wherever you can find a spot, you know, right. there's still plenty of options all yeah. over the place. California yep. has some, the Carolinas. Right. I mean, they, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, you know, but if I can get them into the Northwoods league, that's, uh, that's the, where we want to, to have yeah. them. So that's. I want to say we have five or six guys right now. Yeah, uh, yeah right for what it sounds like, a couple going to the Rocks, yeah, too. Here John Nett's supposed to show. go to the Rocks, and Tupi, something I've been Yeah, Hayback is going over to Wilmer. Is he? Is he? Okay. Yep. Good. Good for him. He never told me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, he's a quiet guy. He Not is friends. a quiet guy. You really got to open <laughs> yeah, him up sometimes. Really true, yeah, you're though. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be really fun to keep up with him uh, out the summer well, and obviously the rest of the year, too. Well, and, I mean, at this level, too, it can be a 24-7, you know, a, a year thing for yep. baseball. And I think the great thing about it, too, is is you get all these athletes together and even though it's Division One, JUCO and all this, and it really shows you, like, you can be the best player in any given day, no matter what level you are. Right. I think it really it all, all evens itself out. I mean, just think, like, the Rocks guy it comes out from the top of my head, Otto Camp. He's a Division mm-hmm. Two player, one of the, probably the best guy last year. Yeah. He probably would get Almost. some votes for being the best player in the league. So mm-hmm. it's, it's great to see so much talent uh, come to the Midwest, and they make for some fun ball games too. Yeah, they got they some really great do. parks, and it's good baseball. Yeah, it's fun to even as a coach, it's fun to be able to get there and, and yeah. make connections. You know, I had a couple of years where I was able to coach with Terry Steinbach. Yeah, uh, learned a lot about the game. You know, coming from him and mm-hmm. his experiences in in pro baseball, and um, but yeah, and, and you know, you still make those connections with those guys, you know, and even to this day, we still have like a little group message going, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and not as many messages come and go anymore, yeah. but once in a while you'll get a, Hey, what's up guys? Right, you know, right. and, uh, today I was looking up a couple of the players that are still in pro ball. Mm-hmm. You see where they're at, you know, going into mm-hmm. the pre uh, the season and, and uh, yeah, so it's just kind of fun to be able to be a part of that. Well, I got a couple of questions. It's a what has been your favorite? I guess I want to start. What what's been your favorite venue as a player, or as a coach that, that you've been to? What, what baseball field have you enjoyed the most? Um, you're talking just in I'm general. talking just the entire well, spectrum. What, we went down to Minute Maid yeah. you know, okay. a couple of times. I had a feeling yeah. that one would be up you know, there. That's pretty cool when mm-hmm. you yep. get to kind of walk around the, the clubhouses and just yeah. you know, have basically the stadium to yourself. Maybe I wasn't supposed to be walking around. I don't know. <laughs> there wasn't any security guards. <laughs> you guard, act like so. you know what you're doing, then they always exactly. say, <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, you know, and other than that, you know, there's a lot of great venues in the Northwoods League. I, yeah. like, I like Eau Claire a lot mm-hmm. out there, you know, with the history out there and um, you know, Faber Field is always the, oh, yeah. uh, the yep. best one. Yep. But you know, when you get to play at a major league level or mm-hmm. a major league stadium, it's it's always pretty cool. Oh yeah, you know, getting to throw batting practice and hit some fun and <laughs> you know, walk down the tunnels and <laughs> see the TV screens that the Houston Astros use. Oh yeah, the yeah. trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can be honest about <laughs> see this. the trash yeah. cans yeah. around. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the second part of that question, you've seen a lot of great players, whether it's here at St. Cloud in the Northwoods League. Has there been a player that's really stood out and been like, "Wow, this guy can really do it all"? Well, that's a that's yeah. a pretty heavy question. Is there maybe like, man, that he's different? Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, if you're looking at like a an overall ball player that can mm-hmm. kind of do anything mm-hmm. that you ask him to do, it was Reese Gregory. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he could come out and, and save a game for you. He could, <laughs> he could come out and start a game for you and give you a complete game. He, mm-hmm. he can hit home runs. He yeah. Can, yep. You know, he can hit behind runners, and yeah. he can, you know, field. It's like, so he was a pretty special player in our program, and it was fun to watch him those years play. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I would say he's the first guy that sticks to my mind. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I, I feel like a lot of people would have that same reaction, too, yeah. uh, if they were around at that time frame and time frame, and kind of see Sam Riola in, like, a similar role like we that, are. too. Yeah, yeah. Someone who can pitch and who can hit, too. <laughs> which I mean, is, you know, Sam's getting on the mound a little bit now, getting more comfortable on that, and once we start seeing him get some more Indians under his belt, I think he's going to be hard to, hard to hit. So yeah. it would be fun to watch him, too, so. Well, we've taken up a lot of your time. I, I, you, I know you're a busy guy, especially this time of the year. But uh, what, what is what do you do outside of the baseball field? What, what, what is uh, what are what are some hobbies of yours? Well, I still run a business back in uh, Cocado. Yeah, my um, family business has been doing that for 22 years, and an insurance business, um, which allows me to get up here whenever I need to. Yeah. kind of being yeah. your own boss and working on the road, you know, and. Um, the cell phones are an amazing device these days where you can do work on that. Right, right. Uh, when you got a nice five or six hour bus ride, you know how that goes. Oh, and, yeah. Um, so that, you know, I, I still do that. Um, got my daughter Rihanna here with me today. <laughs> She's uh, over here in the corner. Um, you know, just family stuff, you know, and um, lately it's been kind of quiet in the house because now we're just down to one. But yeah, um, but yeah just raising a family, you know, just mm. doing stuff around Dassel, Cocado, and um that's about it. Yeah, in the summertime yeah. we do some cabin stuff. You know, do some fishing, do some hunting. Yeah. So all the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Canadian in the Midwest, right? Yep. Uh, three daughters, right? Uh, yeah. Did they ever pick up the the bat and the ball? Oh yeah. Uh, we always did that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Very nice. We 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 were able to work with Kalena uh, over mm. the past summer. Yep. Yeah. So tell her we said hi. Uh, we need <laughs> I will do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's been it's been a lot of fun. I think we'd be remiss. We heard this story back last time we went to Brandon, and it yeah. we talked about it on the broadcast a lot over this. <laughs> did this you really? We did. We did. We had to. We brought it up. Tell us about your Grammy experience. Not a lot of people have this experience. And it's hey, pretty, you got the red inter- carpet. Yeah. You got the whole shebang. You know, I got connections, man. Yeah, so, you know, apparently. Yeah. Um, no, we got, I, uh, my friend from high school uh, lives out in, in uh, L.A., and uh, he married he married uh, Hillary. That uh, She works with the Grammys. Yep. Um, and uh, just one time during a visit, you know, the, the conversation came up, hey, do you want to, would you ever want to go to the Grammys? And we're like, well, heck yeah. Yeah, why not? You know, she says, well, we'll put you on the list. And I really didn't know what that meant, like right. being on the mm-hmm. list. So, but obviously, Hillary, she's got a pretty pretty big list of uh, family and friends that want to go. And um, 2020, um, that's when we were able to go, January of 2020, right before COVID happened. Yeah. Um, she did send a text and said, hey, get ready. Your Grammy experience starts now. And so we got the whole red carpet experience, after wow. parties. Yeah. Um, yeah, you name it. It was kind of funny. I had to get dressed up. I had to find a, <laughs> had to find a suit. And, you know, my wife uh, had to find a nice dress and and uh, and get ready for the uh, the red carpet experience. So. Not a lot of red carpets in Dassel, I see. No, yeah. no, yeah. You know, when they say red carpet, it's it's it's, it's the real deal. Uh, right? It's a real deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were able to, you know, actually walk down the red carpet with all the uh, well, I don't know how much time we have, but yeah, the, so some of the timing wasn't quite there to see yeah. all the, the yeah. celebrities, yep. but um, but yeah, it was a great time, great great show. Once mm-hmm. we got into the Staples Center, um, yeah, so it was a great time, and I'm. You know, I think I'm on the list again. I'm not oh. sure if it's going to take another 10 oh, years or wow. not. But, not too uh, bad. Yeah, yeah. So All right. I had just happened to text or one or, or messaging or something, and, and I said, 
so is that just a one and done deal or, or can we get back on the list? She goes, you want to go again? Question yeah. mark. Like, well, yeah, I do. Yeah. You know? Wow. And so. Um, Got to get you an award. You know? Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Got to get you up for the grant. Yeah. Well, we can officially say now you're the most famous guest we've had here on the podcast. Yeah, Grammy go. attending yeah. uh, assistant baseball coach, Dr. Yep. Swindra. Yep. Well, this has been a, a lot of fun. Joey, I don't know if you have uh, anything else to wrap up uh, no, uh, sir. for Coach. Uh, great. You guys will be able to, to talk all the way uh, down to Brandon, South Dakota, yes. coming up here pretty quick. So Absolutely. best of luck. Best of luck this weekend against Southwest Minnesota State. Should be a lot of fun. Best of luck the rest of the season. Uh, Joey, let's uh, continue on the podcast in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Talk about what's coming up uh, for the rest of Husky Athletics here on the Huskies Game Prep Podcast. <laughs>